Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Far From Pro Podcast. Back. I am your host, Evan Walsh, and with me is the man, the myth, the legend, my co-host, Joseph Meyer. And Super Wild Card Weekend is officially over. Um, mm-hmm. So... I uh, I don't have anything for the hot or not segment today, but my co-host here, Joseph, seems to have a knot for us. And uh, for those of you who have been tuning into the show recently, in past episodes, for those of you who don't know, I mm. am a Denver Broncos fan. However, my co-host Joseph is a uh, Los Angeles Chargers fan. And for those of you who didn't watch the games this weekend, Los Angeles Chargers took one of the most brutal losses in wildcard weekend history. Um, just to get mm-hmm. a little background information. So, Joseph, what's your not for this week? My not, Evan, is the soul of a nine-year-old boy who watched his first NFL game back in 2010. And that game that he chose to watch was the 2010 divisional round playoff game versus the Chargers, who were 13-3 and at the time, with literally one of the best teams that I've ever seen, uh, with Phil Rivers at quarterback, um, facing off against Mark Sanchez. Now, I doubt you watched that game. You may not remember that game. Um, they lost to Mark Sanchez. The Chargers lost to Mark Sanchez. The 13-3 and Los Angeles or San Diego Chargers at the time lost to Mark Sanchez and the New York Jets to go to the conference champ, to the AFC Championship game. That was the first game that uh, I ever watched. In case you were, in case you were wondering, that little boy is me. That was the first game I ever watched. You know what I got out of that game? I should be a Chargers fan. Now, that was probably the worst mistake that I've ever made in my life. Um, because over the years, and that's been about 13 years now of being a fan of this absolutely poverty franchise that causes me pain every single season, I have learned one thing, Evan, and that is that anything is possible. So even me sitting there 27 to zero watching at a sports bar, I'm thinking there is no way, right? There's no way. There's no way. There's no no possible way. But then I said, ho, 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 whoa, whoa. We've seen this, Joseph. How many times have we seen this? How many times have the San Diego Chargers, now the Los Angeles Chargers, changed cities, changed coaches, changed quarterbacks, changed general managers? It doesn't matter, Evan. It is always chargering. It is always losing games you shouldn't lose in stupid ways, in painful ways. My parents like to laugh at me for it because it happens every year. They've seen this boy grow up from nine years old to now 20 years old having the heartbreak. I've seen two playoff wins in my entire life. Those were very glorious days. Evan, were you surprised? Because we shouldn't have been surprised. Why were we surprised? It's the Chargers. It was the Chargers. Good good job, Trevor Lawrence. But like, let, let's be honest here. The Jags don't win that game if it's any other team except maybe the Falcons. It was a tough weekend for me, Evan. It was a very tough weekend. Um, you know, it's been a couple days, so my anger has turned into sadness. But man, that anger and sadness at once. It was tough to watch football the next day. It, it just, watching football does not hit the same after you've seen those horrible atrocities take place. 
on the field on Saturday night. Uh, I got. A, I loved the clowning. I loved all the texts. I loved all the DMs that I got. It really made me made me feel better. You know what the worst part of it was? It wasn't even the fact that people were clowning me. It was people were apologizing to me. They said, "I'm so sorry that your team has to suck this bad." That really that really puts it in perspective. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the night because I know you picked the Jaguars. So I'm glad it was enjoyable for you. Um, yeah, it was not enjoyable for me. So let's get into it. Uh, um, that was <laughs> Joseph's not. So let's just get right into it. The first game actually that we will start with is, in fact, the Chargers and Jaguars, which I know, I know Joseph might not want to. I have a few things I'd like to say. So first off, I did I did call this. Let's dive in. I did, Let's dive in, shall we? I did. Let's just I did call right this in. out from the beginning. I did say the Jaguars is going to win. I did say <laughs> by thirty. They didn't end up doing that. But so a few things by one. So I uh, I gotta be honest. Besides you, I've actually never even met another Chargers fan in real life. Um, I was looking at some of the Chargers numbers. And as a franchise, it's sort of depressing. I think they have the lowest atten- home attendance rate in all of NFL football. Their head Not coach this year, but yeah. for the season had to literally admit in a press conference, he said, well, I'm hopefully going to come in here and stop the whole charging aspect. By you admitting that there is a charging aspect, is saying that you need to go in there and fix something from the start. It's putting in bad mojo already. Okay. Now, a lot of questions are arising whether Brandon Staley is going to get fired. I see they fired their OC, Joe Lombardi. There's a lot of questions that are up in there. You know, I understand about the whole situation. The whole game was a mess, even when they were up, when they got from 27 0 onward. Complete catastrophe. It was hard to watch. Um, to be quite frank with you, Joseph, up until that 27 0 point, I, I don't think there were many people on the earth that were like, here come the Jaguars. Here they come. Um, overall, no. for them to put up no. that performance was absolutely amazing. Trevor Lawrence coming back from four interceptions, showing that he can be an elite level down the field quarterback that this Jacksonville Jaguars needed the first overall pick. He's filling into those shoes, which is very impressive. Now, Joseph, I understand it's a very hard loss, and this is another thing I want to say about the NFL playoff. I want to kind of realize, you know, people, teams like me, teams like all these low-level teams that don't even make it to the playoffs, you would think, like, finding out, like, your season's over, like, you're not making it to the playoffs would hurt a lot. But to be quite frank, there's something about, like, making it to the playoffs and then just getting knocked out that hurts just so much more than not even getting there. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of realized this from like different because it makes the season it makes the season irrelevant. Oh, it, it does, and it hurts. The season you, didn't matter. You got to put in all that work to be, you know, what ten and seven. You're above five hundred team, and then you just lose in the first round to a team that you could have easily beat. It's got to hurt as an NFL fan. I, my team doesn't even get there, so I don't even get the opportunity of feeling that pain. So that was all in all, it was a good Saturday night game. Unfortunately, it did not go in Joseph's way, but it was an amazing comeback. It was a good game to watch the whole time. Um, and I do have to apologize for the Asante Samuel slammer. I didn't even say he was a good player. I never talked good about him. He came out and had three interceptions. So I just want to say good for him. That was a great play. He's a stud. Yeah, it was a phenomenal game by his part. He probably caught a bag just from that game alone. So I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to hate on him. Oh, yeah. So good for him. Dude, I, I, I genuinely I do not understand how it happened. Like I watched every single snap. It was just slow, just pain. It wasn't like if I was a Saints fan, Minneapolis Miracle, you're like, you think you're going to win and just boom, it's gone like that. 
this was slow. This was methodical. You could see it coming and all, and you just knew right to the very end. They just beat you by one point. How on earth do you have a plus five turnover differential? That is five extra possessions and lose a football game. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. I mean, that is incredible. I, it's never happened in the history of the NFL. Probably will never happen again. 99.99999% of the time, if you start 27-0 with five turnovers, you're winning that game. And they found the 1.0001% way to lose. It's painful. They're going to be back next year. They're going to be solid next year. We all know it. They have the pieces. It's just about can they put it together. Man, but it, it's tough. It, it's tough. Yeah, I'm excited for the Jaguars for the Jaguars and the Chargers to come back next year. They're both going to be two exciting teams. I think the Jaguars are yeah. a very good matchup. Up and coming teams going into Kansas City. Yes, exactly. The future of the NFL. So Go Jags! Fun to watch. Go Jags! I'm matchup. cheering for the Jaguars here on out. I can understand why, Joseph. I can completely see. Um, you know. All in all, it was a good football game. Two good teams. Promise them coming. A lot of promise to show. Can't get too upset about it, but we do need to keep moving forward. Let's talk about the Seahawks Niners. Um, yeah. Not too much to talk about, unfortunately. Um, I understand you might have had a little bit of a prediction of the Seahawks maybe coming in, slowing down San Fran, maybe doing a little something to them. No chance. It was there for a half. It was there for. It was there for half, and to be quite frank, they kind of talked about it. I saw. I was hearing someone talk about it, and they said it perfectly. In order for them to win that game, Geno Smith had to play perfect. The second he threw that interception, the second things started yeah. slowing down, he had these turnovers, it was over for them. Geno Smith needed to play a perfect football game for them to have any chance to win. Once he started slipping up, the 49ers took advantage. Mm-hmm. Their offense started rolling. Brock goddamn Purdy looks absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I said it up. What did you story. what did you post? You were like, he's got it. He's pissing right through a USC, yeah. USDA drug test. He's pissing right through the cup, right through the cup. It's, there's no way that guy on some sort of PED, oh. TRT, hormone replacement therapy, whatever it may be, he's on something. He's on the TB12 method. I don't know what he's doing. It is on. It was unbelievable to watch. He was now. I will admit, in the beginning of the game, he missed a lot of throws. There were a lot, a lot, a lot of missed throws, a lot of bad thrown balls, and I can see that in him. But once he started getting a groove, Joseph, it was a legit problem. He was sitting back there, just snipe, a winner, man. Snipe, snipe, legit problem. If he can keep playing like that, the Niners are looking Super Bowl bound for sure. I mean, man, their pieces are so good. I mean, it. To think that Christian McCaffrey wasn't on this team preseason, man, Christian McCaffrey is an amazing piece. We've been robbed of not seeing CMC for all these years because he gets injured. But wow, I mean, it's incredible. I, I don't know how they're going to get stopped. I, I, I think they're going to run through the NFC, in my opinion. Because, um, you know, you you said the Vikings could take him down. <laughs> that, that obviously couldn't happen now. So the Eagles are about the only team left I think has a good chance here. Um, but wow, I mean, what, what a, what a, what a team, what a team effort. Kyle Shanahan is just putting on his, his best show. There's, there's no words to describe how much of a winner this organization is. Like they, they just win games and that's all you got to do. And you can, if I'm the Cowboys, man, and we'll get to them in a second, great performance, but man, I'm worried. (laughs) I'm worried about the 49ers rolling up into San Fran. But yeah, like you said, 49ers, big win. Seahawks, good good season. We can move on from there. Um, what was the next game? We already got Chargers. Um, what was the morning game? Bills, Dolphins. Mm-hmm. What a Dolphins look pretty good. Yeah, and uh, 
God, I, I was just talking about this with somebody the other day, and for the next three games, it's kind of perfect. But I'm not going to lie to you, Joseph. The Bills and the Bengals, two teams that did not look good in their wildcard performance. I'm sorry, Josh Allen did not yeah. look good, whether it was turning the ball over, making dumb decisions, pin interceptions, fumble return for a touchdown. Skylar Thompson actually played non-awful game. Um, you're kind of at a disadvantage with a starting quarterback with his first name, Skylar. Don't want to get into that. But what I do want to get into is how good this Miami Dolphins team really did play. I think everyone expected sort of a blowout. One of the biggest spreads in wild card history, I think it was 12.5 points. Completely and utterly just 13 and a half, yeah. going to be a complete blowout. And the Dolphins came, and they played, and they, they were in it for a while. And the Bills, I'm a little disappointed that they put on that performance against a third-string quarterback in the wild card home game. I really hope they play better against the Bengals. But then again, the Bengals didn't really play that great against the Ravens, but we'll get to them later. But all in all, I was really happy with the Dolphins um, and their performance. And, I mean, that's really, there's really not much else you can say except for the fact that the Bills should be very concerned about their gameplay. Because if they play like that against the Bengals, the Chiefs, or any of these high-level teams, they're going to get just waxed. Yeah. I mean, you'd rather have a bad game against the Dolphins and get your, you get your, you know, nerves out but right they got the Bengals coming into town this week you can't turn the ball over that many times against a team a team that's going to take advantage against you like that so it was a valiant effort from the Dolphins I don't know where you go this offseason because yeah you can say two is the guy but we saw Mike what Mike McDaniel was able to do with Skylar Thompson so is Tua just a benef- beneficiary of that? They put up 33 no, points against the Bills. No, no, I believe no, it was. No, so. no, no, no. Don't do this. We all know the drill. Look, I understand the Tua injuries, and I understand Tua being out, and he looks good. Skylar Thompson was not that. Right, but if they can – no, I'm not saying – I'm not saying Skylar Thompson. Let me get this straight. I'm saying if there's another veteran out there like Derek Carr or Tom Brady that wants to come into a stacked Dolphins team with good coaching. Do you move on from Tua? That's going to be the question this offseason because of the health. Because if Tua misses as much time as he did this year with three concussions, you can't play him. I mean, the poor guy's going to have CTE by the time he's 25. I mean, it's just sad to see. Um, so I don't know. I, they got they got questions to answer, but it was a valiant effort. I do agree. I do agree that is a question. But at the end of the day, like, I think, like you said, the only thing that's going to be stopping Tua is injury. I do understand the injury aspect. Yes, he has a concussion. He's out like – and having a brain injury is a legit is like a legit problem. And for Tua, you know, having whether it was the field injury that he had against the Bengals on that Monday night or that Thursday night game, whether it was literally all the injuries he had with the concussions, here's the deal. He's gonna have all offseason recover. He'll be more than fully recovered by next season. Tua has never shown to you that he can't be the starting quarterback. When he does play, and by the way, I will say this, if he was playing in that divisional game fully healthy against the Bills, they win that game. Tua is winning and being this big. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. And that's why I think, yes, you could go with the veteran quarterback, but the problem with that is what's the point? Like, you just gave Tua the reins this year. He looked pretty damn good when he was playing. Yes, he did get hurt, so that hurt your team a lot. You gotta understand if Tua plays a full season, which you are banking on, I do know. But if you if you do bank on him and it hits with a full season, I bet they win ten to eleven games this year, and they could be even as five or six seed. And it, to me, it's like I don't see a reason to move on from Tua. I don't see a reason to not give Tua a chance. But maybe that's just me. We don't know what goes on in the front office. Right. No, I agree. I mean, you saw enough out of him this year to make him starting quarterback. But I think the Dolphins is a Super Bowl 
Super Bowl comp- competitive roster. Like it's a Super Bowl team, and so is Tua the guy that's going to lead you there? I'm not sure. the The question then becomes: Is it Tua? Because Tua does have limitations, even when healthy. He doesn't have the same arm strength that some of these elite quarterbacks have. So. Are you relying on Jalen Waddell and, and Tyreek Hill to just catch slants over the middle and take him to the house? That's not a very repetitive process that you can take to a Super Bowl four games in a row against the NFL's best. Now, two is definitely a starting quarterback, and I don't doubt he'll be back if he's healthy. Here's the problem. Do you think he's going to be a win, Super Bowl winning quarterback? In the AFC, we see how many good quarterbacks there are, right? Like, right now, the, the pretty much everyone's saying Justin Herbert is the fifth best quarterback in the AFC. Fifth best, because now Trevor Lawrence is better than him. So where does that means you slide Tua in at six there? That's going to be tough to, even if Tua is the sixth best quarterback, which could be argued, it's still tough to make that argument. You still got Lamar coming back next year, probably unless he's with the Jets, like I've been saying. So is Tua a Super Bowl winning guy? I don't know. Certainly good enough to be a starter though if he's healthy. Very good comments. Very very. I. I... Yeah, I, that's, I guess you're right. That is the question they need to ask this offseason, which we will see if they will. Um, but I think there's this game I really wanted to talk about. Vikings-Giants. Oh, yeah. God, man. Yikes. Vikings fans. I uh, um, Joseph, I'm going to let you start. I honestly don't even know where to start from here. I just I don't even know if I have words. I, you know what I mean? I don't know. What do you think? It was the most predictable upset. It was one of the most predictable upsets that I've seen in a while. Like, it felt like everybody I, I everybody I saw picked the Giants. So, I mean, it was a toss-up game. The Vikings could have easily won that game. It's not on Kirk. I, I don't like the Kirk slander. It's not on Kirk. He's not an elite quarterback, but he's, he's good enough to win that game. The defense has to be better. The defensive coordinator has to be gone. They have to change up the whole side of the defense. It's going to be a little bit of a rebuild here. I think the offense is still certainly good enough to, uh, you know, to compete in, in the division. And the Lions are up and coming, but that division is still up for the taking easily. And the NFC is, doesn't have the same stacked level as the AFC. So Vikings aren't a complete, like, tear it down. But what a disappointing performance. I mean, you see Daniel Jones just absolutely look like a stud against you. That's a bad look. I, I love what Daniel Jones has done this year, but he is... He looked incredible. I mean, he was running all over the yard. He was making dudes look silly. Vikings got to figure it out. But I loved how there were a lot of Vikings fans that I know that didn't didn't chirp me for the uh, Chargers loss because they knew a lot of them knew what was coming the next day. And a lot of them knew in the back of their head we're not we're not making it to the next round. Yeah, a little too busy worried about a little too busy worried about their game. Yeah, I mean, I said before the game, I said the number one thing that's going to hurt the Vikings this postseason is their defense. And look what happened. Their defense hurt them. Saquon Barkley looked freaking elite. Looked like him old self. Two touchdowns, doing spin moves and jump cuts. He looked absolutely phenomenal. And like you said, Daniel Jones Daniel Jones might have just caught himself a bag after that game alone. Just an unbelievable performance. Yeah. He's been playing good this whole second half stretch of the NFL season. He's never really been playing good all year. Like, Daniel, this Giants team, if you don't think they're going to give Philly, like, a legit, like, problem this coming weekend, I don't know what to tell you. You don't know football. They're going to give Philly a legit problem this weekend. That's going to be a fun game to watch, but... They're hot for Minnesota. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely not a. It's definitely not a rebuild. It's a re. It's a reload year. It's going to reload the offense. Sign Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Giant. Sign Hawkinson. 
Hopefully keep Cook. You're right, Cousins is not the problem. He's playing just up to his standards. Like I said, if the defense plays semi-good that game, they win, no doubt. Their offense, mm-hmm. it's just their offense sometimes they just can't keep up with the fact their defense is so bad and screws them over and puts them in such bad positions. Hundred percent right. Vikings, Giants. It's garbage. Tough game to watch for Vikings fans. I'm sorry for the loss. I don't want to talk about it too much because we're homers and we have a lot of friends who are Vikings fans, so we don't want to get into it and ruin their hearts too much. Let's move on to the Bengals-Ravens game. And <laughs> what? Not too much here. I just think. Yeah, I was just going to say. This, I, the Bengals got to play better than that. They can't. Like, you know what? And the Bengals are just that team that just get it done. And they're. I think the Bengals, no matter what team you're playing, whether you're the best team in the league yeah. or worst team in the league, they'll beat you by three points, seven points. They'll never blow you out, but you know what? They're going to pull off that win every single time. And maybe the Bengals are just that type of team and franchise. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. It's it's AFC North football. It was going to be one of those weird games where a 98-yard, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Fumble recovery? Why are we QB sneaking on the two-yard line? I don't understand. Why are we going high, go low there? Uh, Snoop Huntley played. He had, he had himself a game, but for the Bengals – you can't do. You can't repeat that performance. But we also saw the Bills have a bad performance. So it's like who, who, who actually? I think it's just a warm up game again. Like these, these early round games against these low level opponents. I, I, I'm not. I'm not too concerned. I, I don't. They're your Super Bowl pick. I, you do feel worse about it now. Uh, no, I, I, like I said, I just feel like the Bengals are that type of team. They're just going to get it done. It's always hard with these like inner division teams when you're playing a team three times in one year Yeah. and playing, playing within your division, like more than two times, even a second game or third game, you just know the team so well. It doesn't matter if they're the best team in the league or the worst team in the league. Like you're, you've seen it before. You've played each other so many times. It's like, it really, like we can figure each other out. Bills, they don't play the Bengals like that. They didn't even play them this year, really. So, like, this is going to be a brand-new matchup. They're going to come out slinging. Same with the Bills. It's gonna, that's going to be a really fun game to watch. It's going to be exciting. And no, I don't I don't feel bad on my prediction at all. The only prediction I do feel bad about is the next game. <laughs> and we can move straight into that. We can move straight into is the Bucks and the Cowboys. Wow. You want to talk about a fraudulent, god-awful football team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have completely and utterly let Tom Brady down. Holy. Threw the ball 66 times on Monday night, and they were still dog crap. One of the worst. No run game, no defense. Oh, my God. They sucked. It was hard to watch. They were freaking horrible. Byron Leftwich got put in there. They thought he was going to be phenomenal this season. Hopefully, be the change. Hell no. no. The guy is no. garbage. The guy does no. not know how to coach a football team. He will be fired. He will never see another team again. There's no chance. He I think he already got fired. Good. Keep him fired. He's god awful. I hope he's never put into another NFL organization again. He was so bad. Tom Brady completely and utterly let that team down, in my opinion. He was throw. He did not see Tom Brady's at the age now where he just refuses to get hit. So if he's like even like three seconds away from someone coming to sack him throw the ball on the ground i understand tom brady you can hit rashad white for four and five yard catches a hundred times in a row anybody can do it and then you just <laughs> here's what's our game plan come down the field hit rashad rice twice for like quick four yard gains and then bomb it to mike evans which never worked one time overall the buccaneers were horrible to watch even their special special teams just made me throw up they were so gross everything apart that team was terrible congrats on the cowboys and their first first divisional win they've lost their last six they finally Help. Help. Them K- 
Cowboys. Yeah, good for them. Nothing against the Cowboys. I think Dak played phenomenal. I think their defense played great. Overall, great showing for them, which gives me a lot of hope for them going into San Fran to give them a fight. Overall, F the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know everyone says put your money on Brady in the playoffs. Screw that. I did it. He screwed me over. I have nothing to do with those guys. <laughs> the one time it screwed you. The one time. The one time. The one time. Yeah, one he's time. – you can't – I mean, you can't – Tom Brady's got to get out of there, I think. Because Todd, that Todd Bowles defense is just horrid. Horrible. So I don't know what we're doing. I mean, ugh, God, it's hard to watch. Gross. I don't. I don't think. Do you think he retires? Do you think he retires? I mean, we can have this discussion all day. Do you think he retires? Yes or no? No, I think now that he's done with his wife, he doesn't have to play that game of retiring and not retiring. I think he's for sure coming back another year. I yeah. think he's for sure not going to be with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, though. I think he's either going to play with. I mean, I'm not. We'll get into that later in the midway through the season when things are ramping up yeah. closer. I'm not going to get into now, but he will definitely not be playing with the Buccaneers. I don't think you could pay him a billion dollars to play with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No chance. All right. All right, this next week, some big games. I'm excited. This is when the wildcard weekend, there were some eh, not-so-great matchups. They were mostly good games, but not some great matchups. All this games weekend, ended up being good, some in my opinion. fantastic matchups. Let's besides, just, besides the Bucks and Cowboys, yeah, they, every no, they, game during the Besides Bucks, yeah, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was a good game. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I was wrong on the seven seeds. They both played pretty – they played better than I thought they'd play, at least for half for Seattle. Um, but this week, they're, now, now the big boys are coming out. This game just hurts me, this first game. Um, Jaguars-Chiefs, team that beat my team in the worst performance ever versus my team's biggest rival. Yikes. I mean, I don't know where to go here. I'm, I want the Chiefs to lose in the same way that we did just so that I can clown on them, but I have a feeling they're just going to roll over Trevor Lawrence and he's, they're going to turn his five inter, five turno- four turnovers into – 28 points which we couldn't do so yeah i uh i think it's tough i just don't see the jaguar defense keeping up with the chiefs offense i think the chiefs offense straight up overpower them um and more importantly i don't think the chiefs defense is that good but i do think that trevor lawrence coming into a cold environment now it is a saturday game and trevor lawrence has never lost on saturday and he still holds never lost on saturday. 37-0 in his career um god so is this where it ends? I don't know. It's just so hard to be able to say, oh, the Jaguars are going to go into Kansas City after they just came off a nice, well-rested by after, after these guys just came from an absolute bloodbath, a dogfight against the Chargers. Like, they're going to be hurt. They're yeah. going to be, you know, I don't know. I just, I, in my Emotions, opinion, I don't see yeah. a way the Jaguars come into the Arrowhead, dominate the Chiefs, slow them down offensively. I just don't see it. I have the Chiefs dominating the Jaguars this weekend. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> You think dominate. Okay. I, th- I think the Chiefs win. I'm, I'm going to say it's a little closer. I-, I actually might take the Jags to cover the spread here um, because it's a fat spread. I think it's a nine and a half right now. Mm-hmm. So I might take the Jags to cover. I think this might be a shootout. I think this could be more of like okay. a 38-28 type game where the Jags pull off a little backdoor cover. I I, I-, I want the Chiefs to lose so bad here because that would be so sweet. This number one seed, you know, MVP, right. and then they just lose to the Jags, just like my team did. Do I have faith that it's going to happen? No. I think this could be like the game, the Chiefs and the Browns a couple years ago. Do you remember that game? Yeah. yeah. Um, where it was like the up-and-coming Cleveland Browns, and they had they gave them a fight, but it was just the Chiefs at the end of the day. The Chiefs always just get the stupid calls. Yeah. They always get things to go their way. The refs are on their side. Patrick Mahomes pulls some just absolute dumb stuff out of his butt. 
Like, I'm just... <sighs> yeah. I think the Chiefs win this one. Uh, but I think the Jags cover. I'll, I'll take the Jags to cover, and we'll see how the line changes here. But Chiefs and Arrowhead, tough to beat. Zero doubt about it. What's the second What's the second game again? Is the Saturday night game? Is that... Second game on Saturday is um, Giants-Eagles. Little NFC East divisional round action. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it earlier. I think the Giants are going to give Philly a legit game. I think this is going to be a close game. If I had to pick a winner, gun to my head, I'm picking Philly. In Philly, I think, unless Jalen Hurts has some severe injury that I don't know about and he's just not going to play at that level, I think this team is just... I think they're very, 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 very well coached and put together right now. I think their team chemistry and who they are as Philly, it looks really, really, really good. And I'm impressed, and I hope... I really wish them to win because I would love to see them in the NFC Championship game. Um, so I'm going to get Philly and beat Eagles here. I still think the Giants are going to give them like a legitimate game, legitly slow them down, legitly give them problems, no doubt about it. But I, to me, I don't see a way the Giants come in and dominate. I don't see a way that Philly dominates. I think we're going to have a really close football game here Saturday night. All right, all right. So I've been riding with the Eagles all year. As you know, I picked them to be the number one seed. I picked them to be in the spot. Now, I've picked the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. So this would be the last game that I can pick Philly to win. So I'm obviously going to pick them to win. Uh, But, you know, I'm going to go a step farther. I think the Philadelphia Eagles stomp Danny Dimes and the New York Giants. Brian Dayball, your little run here is going to come to an end. The Eagles are going to destroy the Giants on Saturday night prime time. It's going to happen. They've been a little bit slept on lately. I don't know if if we're noticing this. The Eagles, remember, they're they're 14-3. And uh, they're the number one seed, and no one's really talking about them as a legit Super Bowl contender. So I think they they take that to heart. They've had two weeks to prepare. I think they're ready. They're going to come out there. Jalen Hurts is completely healthy at this point. He's going to ball out, and the Philadelphia Eagles move on. NFC Championship game at Lincoln Financial Field. That's going to be a ruckus environment. Would not be want to be in a, a visiting fan there because you will probably get killed or at least you know seriously, seriously injured. So, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Eagles to win. Okay. Good picks. Is this first game Sunday? Is that the Cowboys Niners or is that the night game? Sadly, the Bengals Bills is not a night game. I wish that was a night game, but that is a Sunday at 2 p.m. Central, so 3 p.m. Eastern for you over there on your Florida coast. Okay. Bengals Bills. This is obviously the, this is obviously the biggest game of the weekend, in my opinion, just because the whole storylines. This was the game that got canceled. You know, I think it's just going to live up to be an epic matchup. Can the Bills make it out of the divisional round? They didn't last year. Yeah. What do you think? This is going to be an absolute. I it's going to be going to. I think it's going to be a gun assault. I think it's going to be the best game of the playoffs. I'm not even just saying this. I seriously think that okay. the Bengals Bills have a lot of turmoil from that missed game they had before. I think that Joe Burrow and Josh Allen are both fiercely competitive people, and. I think both of them understand that Joe Burrow has Patrick Mahomes' number, and I don't think Josh Allen wants him to have his number either. I think this is the one thing that Josh Allen will be able to say he has over Patrick Mahomes. He say, "I've never lost to Josh. I've never lost to Joe Burrow, and all you do is lose to Joe Burrow." And I really think that Josh Allen does not want to lose this game, and I don't think Joe Burrow wants <laughs> to true. wants to lose in general. So. I think that I just don't see a way that these two teams don't come out firing, slinging the ball, playing great defense. I think it's going to be a legit guns fight. If I had to pick a team, I'm picking my Bengals because I think the Bengals are going to win it all, and I see the Bengals pulling out. I just think it's going to be a really fun game to watch. Super competitive. Super competitive. Yeah, I like that. Um, 
I think right now the Bengals, their Bengals are a little bit too salty still for me. I think they're still kind of riding off this we got screwed thing. And back-to-back weekends against the Ravens will really beat you up. Uh, I don't think people are talking about this. The Ravens are a nasty team. You do not want to face them in January. Uh, now they had to do it back-to-back weeks. So they are, they've been in two two kind of straight ugly dogfights against the Ravens. I know the first one was a little bit of a bigger, you know, margin that they won by, but I think the, I think the bills will be ready. Obviously I'm going to take the bills because they're my Super Bowl team. So we got a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a Super Bowl winner match fight. So one of us is going to lose our Super Bowl champion this week. Um, you certainly could lose both of your Super Bowl teams this week if the Bengals lose. So I'm going to take the bills. Uh, I think Josh Allen, the chances of him having two really bad games in a row are pretty slim, so I think he bounces back in a strong way. I think the DeMar Hamlin stuff is kind of not faded, but kind of they're, they're past that point of just riding on emotion now because they've had two straight playoff home playoff games since then. He's been in the facility. They're kind of back to normal, kind of back to just in this grind. Um, so yeah, I think I think the Bills win. Obviously, I'm going to take them. I think I think you're right though. I think it's going to be an incredible game, very similar to what we saw last year with the Chiefs and the Bills in the divisional round. Um, I think the winner of this game goes to the Super Bowl. I think the winner of this game goes to the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs lose to either of these teams in the next round. Bold prediction. Something we will talk about in next week's episode. And for the final and last game of the whole weekend of divisional weekend is the Niners Cowboys. I think this is an old classic it's an iconic matchup. A classic. Um this is going to be fun. I think for a lot of people this is a very old school matchup that we have seen hundreds of times before it feels like. They've matched up so many times, they've gone through the playoffs against each other so many times. This is going to be exciting. Um Brock Purdy versus Dak Prescott in San Fran. Uh now if I'm picking, I'm picking San Fran to win this game. I just see the San Francisco defense slowing down Dak Prescott. Um, I do see the da- the Dallas defense do giving San Fran their worst nightmare so far. I do see San Fran's offense sort of slowing down. Brock Purdy getting run into Marco Parsons a few times, getting sacked, getting slowed down. I do see them slowing down the 49ers' offense, but all in all, I think just with all three sides of football, I don't see the 49ers losing to the Cowboys. I have the 49ers winning this matchup. What do you think, Joseph? There were the days of Steve Young versus Troy Aikman, and now we have, um, you know, an even better matchup here. Brock Purdy Mm -hmm. versus Dak Prescott. You know, just two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. All famers, essentially. It's not even, it's not even close. This is, this is the biggest, the biggest uh, matchup in this, this, these two teams history. So it's got to be a great game, right? Uh, All seriousness. (laughs) I don't think the Cowboys are going to have the same success against the 49ers defense. Dak Prescott played great. Don't get me wrong. But man, like I said, the Bucks defense is horrible. So I think the the chances of them having the same success on offense are pretty slim against this 49ers defense that is incredible. You can't miss four PATs against the 49ers, and you probably are going to need some field goals too. So Brett Maher, guess take a guess where Brett Maher went to college. Just take a wild guess. Missed Kicks University, I like to call it. Where? Why do I have no idea? Right here in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> Stop. He was a Cornhusker? Lincoln, Nebraska, baby. Stop. Yep. 
Yeah. Was he, was yep, he good? Yep. In so the- no surprise. So no surprise. He misses kicks. Yeah. He, I mean, he's he, he's a great NFL kicker. He's he's been great all this season. I don't know what happened. Actually, but, uh, do you know technically, it's, technically it's five. He kicks. It, he's from here. It's five extra points he missed because he missed the last one in the last game too. So technically, he missed five extra points in a row. Oh. But. Well, that's that's uh, not a good look for him. Not at all. About that was about the only thing that went wrong for the Cowboys. But Jerry Jones, uh, he said he's sticking with. But them. he's gonna. Okay, so well, I don't there know. you go. That's he, he, be, he better not make another mistake, otherwise he is. Whoop! Yeah, if he, he misses another extra point against the Cow. Imagine they lose. Oh. Imagine they lose on a Brett Maher kick and Jerry Jones kept him. Whoop! Oh, Whoop! Jerry would have to sell the team. He have to but, sell yeah. his equity, no doubt. <laughs> Cowboys fans would be livid. Um, no, I think the 49ers win. I think their offense will be just a little bit too much. Because I think the defenses, defenses are both solid, but I, I, I think the Cowboys are going to struggle to recreate that offensive success. Yeah. But props to Dak Prescott. He He's kind of been, they've kind of flown under the radar this year a little bit. People weren't really hyping him up, so he kind of just came in there and did his business against the GOAT. Uh, well, other than Brock Purdy. you know. Now he's going back-to-back GOATs, so it's a tough look for the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy wins a playoff game. Wow, you know that's Mike McCarthy's first playoff win with the Cowboys. Like, come on, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, you know, so gotta get it at some Mike point, McCarthy, right? Absolute fraud. Uh, some, I guess he is just a horrible coach. I they should have fired him a long time ago, but you can't now because he won a playoff game. It's true. It's true. So I got the Niners of the Cowboys. That what the NFL scriptwriters, man? They, I know they're, they're you know you got your. Patrick, two rising young stars, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence. You got an NFC Classic Show, NFC East Classic Showdown, Giants, Eagles. You got a rematch of the canceled game that you know caused all this buzz with Demar Hammond, Bills, and Bengals. And then you got your classic 49ers Cowboys that you know two of the biggest fan bases in the country. NFL scriptwriters going heavy, and they and they you know midway through last you know midway through last week's game, the Chargers and the Jaguars are like shoot you know. We gotta get Jack, we gotta get Trevor Lawrence in the second round. So let's uh, let's make a phone call in uh, make a phone call into headquarters and uh, say let, let's change up this. The, the the football gods were like, hold up, it's a Saturday, he can't lose today. So oh, well, there we go. We'll get to see that. To I'm get, excited. Get, I'm very excited for to this get week. every quarterback in the playoffs to be under 30 years old. That's just how the how the world how the league works. Well, Justin Herbert could have done that too, but well, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. We have previewed all the games. We have reviewed all the games. Now we just have to go enjoy and watch all the games. We will be back next week to review the divisional round, talk about the championship weekend, talk a little more basketball maybe. Who knows? We'll see. We will let you guys know. We will be sending clips out. Please watch us on YouTube, Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however you get your content. Please hit us up there, and ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy your week. Joseph, send them off. Yeah, I got one last word for you. Uh, Jokic is winning MVP. Peace!